Welcome to Is It Bedtime Yet? The podcast for parents about mental health and the experience of being a parent. The podcast that discusses what it's like to be adults raising tiny humans that make us all ask, is it bedtime yet? Welcome to Is It Bedtime Yet? with Dr. Jen and Dr. Serene. Hey, Serene. Hey, Jen. This has been a week. It has. I'm so happy it's over. Oh, my gosh. And just so you guys know, because normally we have episodes that come out every other Friday around like 7 a.m., this Friday, we are recording this at 9.30 a.m., the morning our episode is supposed to come out. We both have just had a lot of stuff going on. And we needed to kind of take some time and take care of those things. Yes. And had no time to record. So here we are. Here we are. And you will get an episode. It's just going to be a little bit later. (laughs) Hopefully today. (laughs) Hopefully today. It it should be out just a few hours later than it should normally be. All right. Holy moly. Anyway, should we get into our topic for the day? Let's get into our topic. Today's topic is gaslighting. Yes. So... The reason we decided to talk about gaslighting is it's something that's come up a lot. I don't know about you, but it's come up a lot for me in sessions. And I think it's become like a really popular pop culture kind of phenomenon. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of people talk about the experience of like feeling gaslit by people. And And also how parents gaslight their children Mm -hmm. without even really knowing that that's what we're doing. Right. And I guess the impact of that on the kids, we can talk about that. Yeah. We'll talk about whatever we can about gaslighting (laughs) for today. And if we don't touch on anything, we can continue it on a follow-up episode. Absolutely. Um, Okay. So basically, gaslighting. The word word gaslighting itself comes from a play uh, in the 1930s called Gaslight. And I think it might have also become a movie later on. Um, And in in the story, a husband... Uh, continuously dims their gas-powered lights in their home uh, every single night and uh, denies it up and down, Mm -hmm. and the wife kind of thinks she's going crazy. And so that's sort of where this idea of gaslighting came from, is uh, somebody's reality kind of being turned upside down, feeling like they're going crazy because somebody else is sort of taking control, uh, lying about things. Yeah, Yeah. it's a form of psychological abuse. Mm -hmm. In which the victim's reality is denied. Right. Um, or. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I guess not validated. Right. And um, I mean, probably not shockingly right. to a lot of people. I know we did an episode about narcissistic mm-hmm. personality disorder and narcissism in general. Um, probably not surprisingly, a lot of people who purposefully gaslight people uh, are narcissistic or have yeah. narcissistic personality disorder yeah. uh, because it's this idea of having control over people, like being able to be in control, that you're you're better, you're above people. And so and so they kind of have like this inflated sense of self and they crave attention or um, desire this this power and control. Um, but then they also secretly feel vulnerable or they secretly feel uh, less than. And so they mm-hmm. act out like this so that they can get control over somebody else. And narcissists often do this um, in a way. I, I think we've talked about how you just can't have a healthy communication with somebody who's narcissistic personality disorder right. um, because they will gaslight during the conversation and they will not take accountability and invalidate your feelings and deny everything that they've done wrong and often place the blame back on you mm-hmm. where you kind of feel like you're going mad like right. am I losing my mind right because like you said mm-hmm. it like it makes you it distorts your reality right. it makes you you're not you can't trust your own 
sense of reality and then you sort of lose your sense of everything else. And I think um, a lot of times narcissistic parents specifically don't even realize they're gaslighting people Mm -hmm. and specifically don't even realize they're gaslighting their children because it's a thing that they just kind of do to sort of have the sense of control and they might be engaging with their kids in a way that they don't even realize is actually gaslighting. Okay, but I think that a lot of us actually Uh do things that are very similar to gaslighting without really noticing that that's what we're doing only because I think the generation that raised us was a certain way Mm -hmm. and we're kind of continuing that. Can you I'm going to give an example. I was going to say, can you talk yeah, more yeah, about yeah. it? Because I want to know what you mean. <laughs> like one thing, when a when a kid falls and they're crying and we say oh. something like, oh, get over it. Oh, brush it off. Oh, it's right. nothing. Oh, you're fine. Or if a pet dies, like, oh, it's okay. We'll get another goldfish. Right. Or, you know, when we're, we think we're trying to make them feel better. Yeah. Like I know my parents' generation was like that. Like, oh, mm-hmm. no, no, you're fine. You're, oh, no, fine. No, you're fine. And they think it, that like if you trick a kid into thinking that they're fine, yes. then they'll be okay rather than validating the experience they're having. Absolutely. That's a, that's a good example. And it's not a malicious kind no. of manipulation. No. And you don't even know that you're mm-hmm. doing it. You're just trying to soothe them right. and not have them feel the pain. Yeah. But in fact, sitting with the pain and allowing them to experience that and allowing them to verbalize like, this hurts. Yeah. Like, I fell and I have a ouchie and... Mm-hmm the sucks is so much more helpful for them mm-hmm. than to just discredit their feeling yeah um that's a really yeah. valid point yeah I see so many clients and I feel like I've turned into this broken record of you need to sit with your feelings yeah. you just need to sit with it because they come in and they're like why am I sad why am I mm-hmm. upset this happened and I shouldn't be upset no yeah, no you should. should yeah it's yeah should work I shouldn't I shouldn't right. I shouldn't feel it I shouldn't do this I should no no you should are you feeling right. it like in your gut are right. you sad yes like, then where fucking you, cry yeah like where did you learn that you shouldn't be sad like, yeah where did that come from and oftentimes well. it comes from your parents it comes from the messages you got from them and maybe they were kind of in a little little tiny bit of a way being gaslit by their parents. Freud is so happy right now is, that we're he's blaming everything on parents. Beaming in his grave. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, but there's so much truth to it. I mean, that's right. why we, you know, like, we talk about, like, so many things are, like, intergenerational. Right. Like, it's just, it's patterns that get passed down. Right. And yeah. I get so many people saying, like, but how do I sit with my emotions? Like, just experience it. Mm-hmm. Allow yourself to experience it. Yeah. There's this idea of like, oh, I don't want to feel sorry for myself or, oh, I don't want to, you know. Right. Like but, wallow in it. Right. But right. no, wallow in Wa- it. Right. And then move through it. Yeah. Like you, you have to experience it to move through it mm-hmm. or else it's just going to come out and resurface in such unhealthy ways. Right. Anyway, that's what our parents did to us. And <laughs> what Thanks, we guys. <laughs> I forgot right. to send my mom a thank you note. We'll do it after this. Um <laughs> No, but that's what, you know, a lot of our parents raised us saying things like that. And that's what we say without really realizing that we're completely invalidating and discrediting their emotions and their, our children's emotions and their feelings at the moment. Yeah. Um, And I want to, I want to like discern for, right. Well, and I want to discern for the, for like our listeners that that's not necessarily gaslighting. It's just like a small example of like, like it, it could lead to that. Like if it escalates or gets bigger, but like. But well, like, don't don't feel like, oh my god, I'm gaslighting my children. If if you're doing this, right? Like, it's well, not like a malicious, I, intentional. No, you and I are in a Facebook group, mm-hmm. and 
uh, that's where I got this idea from for of gaslighting yeah. because it came up in that group mm. where one person said, oh, I, I told my kid this thing, which was a white lie. I mean, that's how I would interpret it. Yeah. And then a commenter, another person commented saying, you're gaslighting your child. Like, you're lying to your child about what the reality is. Wow. And that's not okay. But, I mean, I my interpretation of what the original poster right. was like, it's a white lie that you needed to do to survive as a parent right. and to get your kid over something. I personally think sometimes white lies are okay, mm-hmm. but but if you look at the pure definition of the word gaslighting, it is gaslighting. Yeah, but it's like a true. lie. Sometimes lies are good. Sometimes lies are bad. I right. guess you know. I don't know. I'm not judging. That's such an I'm interesting way saying, to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. If you look at the definition of it, yeah, you're manipulating and altering someone's reality. And right. That's true. I guess that's yeah. true. Well, so let's talk about like more purposeful, like intense situations of gaslighting because I think you're right like I think there's small examples of it every day that everybody kind of does yeah um but I think I think where our focus today is is on like the more intense maybe harmful maybe intentional kind of gaslighting um because if that kind of gaslighting goes unchecked or like isn't corrected in some way um long term it can leave kids feeling like super insecure uh anxious aggressive and they're unsure of how they fit in the world because they're not sure of what their reality has been at all growing up and they get mistrustful of others and like have a difficult time forming trust in relationships and we definitely don't want that for our kids and i'm sure none of you want that for your kids so um so i so i think it's important to be able to talk about like the more like i said like the more intense versions of of gaslighting yeah so I found this article on uh, SheKnows.com called Are You Gaslighting Your Child? Here Are Six Signs by Lisa Fogarty. Um, and in this article, it talks about, like, what are six signs that you may be gaslighting your child and should probably seek help for it? Um, and the first one was you exaggerate every conflict. So nothing in the household is a small issue. You make everything into a big issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and if every single issue is huge, everything is conflict and then kids are going to purposefully start keeping things from their parents because they're afraid to create like giant waves um it affects trust like it's it's a whole mess uh the second one is a parent being super inflexible so just not having any sort of flexibility being super rigid and how that impacts a relationship like not being able to really form a a a trust bond with your kid if you're if everything that they do is wrong um, the third one is mocking your child's behavior, um, which, of course, like, I think most parents hear that and go like, oh, God, like who would do that for their kids? Um, but I think I think it's really important to be mindful of like when your kids are having big feelings and like validating them rather than invalidating them or mocking it. Um, the fourth one is over asserting your power as a parent. So like, yeah, there's this inherent power dynamic between parents and kids. Um, but not over asserting that power or not um, acting like a acting like a dictator and rather acting appropriately like a parent and uh, having boundaries. Um, the fifth one is insisting that you know your child better than they know themselves. I think that's a really important one. I think a lot of times as parents we we have this like inherent gut feeling that we know what's best for our kids and a lot of times that's uh-huh. true. But I think there's also a lot of power that kids have in, letting them have some control in their lives and knowing what's good for them and and listening to them when they have input or feelings about something and giving them some sense of control. 
And then the sixth one is never apologizing to your kids. Um, essentially, like, the idea is saying I'm sorry is a way of surrendering power. Mm-hmm. And that's really powerful. And that's a really powerful way that parents can give children power is by apologizing when you do something wrong. And that's huge. And I think that is connected to kind of that narcissistic piece is I think people who are narcissistic have a really hard time saying I'm sorry. Um, And it's a really strong form of gaslighting when you never apologize for things that go wrong. Um, So according to this article, those are like six big signs of uh, potentially that you might be gaslighting your kids and things to be looking for. Right. And I mean, narcissists love gaslighting Mm -hmm. because just like you said, they are now taking control and dominance over their victims Mm -hmm. and they're slowly ensuring that that victim's reality is based on what they say because when the person that's being gaslighted is starting to question their sanity you know Mm -hmm. like i remember putting my keys here and now it moved or you know like the movie with the lights being dimmed um i i'm pretty sure the lights were not this dim or whatever (laughs) But the narcissist gaslighter is saying, no, no, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Then you you tend to turn to them for more. Exactly. For you start more rely- information. You start relying on them more because yes. they're the holder of the actual truth. Right. Right. And you slowly lose that sense of, I know what my reality is mm-hmm. to know this person. And like, I need to check in with this person because I'm like distraught and I don't know what the hell is going on and what's really harmful especially in the parent-child dynamic is that there's already a power dynamic for parents and children like parents hold more power parents are in control as adults as caretakers we hold control for our children and what's really dangerous is when gaslighting comes into play um that power dynamic just grows exponentially and children just become so reliant on their parents for everything including touching base on what reality is and that's really scary it's so funny because you're you keep bringing back the conversation to gaslighting uh, as something a parent would do to their child and i'm so glad you keep bringing me back because in my mind my brain is going to those like lifetime movies where (laughs) where the girl is dating some partners yeah some like crazy guy that's like gaslighting her and And taking yeah it's funny because I keep bringing it back to that because most of the examples I have in my life or like with clients have been like interpersonal relationships or like uh like dating Dating, relationships like you said and so that's my most like accessible examples right. so I've been doing some research and like trying to think specifically about like how does it relate in the parent-child dynamic because right. I've been like like the examples I could think of right away or like you said like so your research isn't lifetime movies no <laughs> not not usually <laughs> I'm too busy watching the mass singer to watch lifetime movies my brain keeps going back to those movies of like <laughs> you know the yeah. the obsessive man mm-hmm. gaslighting the the girl to thinking she's crazy i don't watch, and, I don't watch lifetime movies. well you should but it makes me think of like like the the podcast that we both listen to my favorite murder and listening to like murder stories and right. stuff and like that's the kind of stuff i think of too is like people who like start dating somebody and then they're like really or dear john and, dear oh my god dear john that's a really good example yeah. oh and that's also a phenomenal podcast that's a, yeah. a recommendation for all of our listeners if you're into like true crime stuff that's a really good example of a woman who was just a hundred percent gaslit. Mm-hmm. Her yep. reality just flipped upside down. She didn't know if she should trust her family, her partner, right. herself. That was a really good one. Oh, that was so good. Highly recommend that for you guys if you need some uh, some podcast recommendations. 
But yeah, Gaslight, when, you, when I started reading it and when I when I first read mm-hmm. that thread on Facebook, I was like, wow, this is this is this is gaslighting. Yeah, I guess I it never, does fall under yeah. the definition, but it's not. I never thought about it from that way. It's also a white lie, mm-hmm. you know, and what's the difference between a white lie right. and a, I guess, red lie or I don't know what, a, <laughs> red what lie. like a red flag lie, like a bad like, lie. I don't know. I, I, um, maybe maybe the maybe the thing is we have to think of gaslighting as a spectrum. Right. Right. And that like maybe that is a small example of like maybe on the very minimal scale uh, of gaslighting. Yeah. But then there's something like Dear John where like you're dating somebody who is a murderer. <laughs> like right. it's you know, spoiler alert. Um, because, you know, like I, that falling example that mm-hmm. I gave when your child falls yeah. and you're like, oh, no, no, you're fine. You're fine. But then on the flip side, there's I see parents where they're children fall mm-hmm. and their children are fine but the parents and they, rush yeah. and they're like are you okay are you hurt? oh my god oh my god yeah. and they're over and does that fall under gaslighting i don't know yeah because are you making your child think that it's worse than they i, I don't i don't i don't have the answer but it kind of made it. me think about all these and all these different scenarios and my brain kind of spiraled but because so when the, my kids so the fall, term gaslighting made you question your own reality. It, and it, <laughs> it totally made me question my own reality, and if you know, because when my kids fall and everybody, you know, I yeah, think we've talked we about, have this. talked about. I this. kind of stop and I like look at them. And you if they're crying, yeah. Mm-hmm. If they're crying, I'm there. If they're get up and play, I'm like, okay, they're fine. Yeah. Um, but but I do see parents that are concerned and they do rush to the child and oh my gosh and based on the parents' reaction the kid starts crying mm-hmm. now is that gaslighting yeah or is it only gaslighting if you're telling them not to feel things I don't know I don't know either don't that's know. a really good question yeah if you have the answer please email us email us yeah <laughs> so I found this article or this list on afterthenark.com and it's about uh, what tactics gaslighters usually people that gaslight usually mm-hmm. use oh, interesting. um so there's five uh toxic amnesia they deny that it happened oh, so they say oh that never happened what are you what are you yeah. talking about um they create a narrative um so they tell you like a blatant lie mm-hmm. um triangulation where they tell you oh everyone else thinks this about you mm-hmm. or everybody else lied they didn't see me, you know, at the bar with another girl. They're right. lying. Or or everybody else hates you. I'm the only one that's here for you. Mm-hmm. They kind of bring everybody else in. Um, pr- they project. They accuse you of doing what they typically okay. do. Mm-hmm. And one example I have of this um, is they'll behave in a way that makes your reaction very normal. So you all behave in a way to get you to have an angry outburst at me, mm-hmm. which is a very typical reaction of how you should be you know mm-hmm. based on what i'm doing mm-hmm. but i'll switch it back and say oh look jen you're being aggressive you're right. yelling you're mm. doing this you're doing that like and so it you know yeah there you go wow. um projection and confusion they add in positive reinforcement so mm. they'll be super sweet and they'll take care of you and they'll buy you gifts and right. you know they they'll just be a perfect human being which makes me think of dear john like every totally. time every time the woman was like starting to get suspicious or something came up he'd like start making her breakfast every morning Tell or like she's doing... beautiful right yeah so Ugh. they know exactly what they're doing it's mm-hmm. super very manipulative and yeah so that's how they work it 
Wow, that's super intense. So how do you get over? Right. Well, and so what that makes me think of is, like I said, it's been coming up so much in sessions with clients recently. Like I have, like I said, I have people come in and talk about either interpersonal relationships where that's going on or family relationships where that's going on. And um, I mean, honestly, if you are a person being gaslit by somebody else, really the only thing you could do is set up boundaries with that person. And depending on what that relationship is, will determine how strong those boundaries need to be, right? Like if yeah. it's somebody you're dating, you don't really have a close connection with, you probably should just end that relationship if, it, if you're starting to notice that it's toxic and not healthy and you're noticing right. these signs. Um, but it gets a lot stickier when it's like family dynamics and relationships because I think people spend years and years, if not like a lifetime, trying to create healthy boundaries around these relationships and constantly feeling like they're going crazy because... Mm-hmm those boundaries are met with all of the tactics that you just described um so it's really hard but I know ultimately I have known people I've known clients who have had to cut off relationships with family um for their own sanity for their own mental health because after multiple and multiple attempts at trying to create those boundaries trying to repair those relationships um I mean we talked before about narcissistic people and people with narcissistic personality disorder um a lot of times it's like an inherent trait that's not going to change or go away unless that person is ready to do some really right. intensive work. Um, so barring that person being ready to do that intensive work, um, it really is up to that individual who's being gaslit to decide, is it worth maintaining this relationship or am I ready to cut off this relationship to preserve my own sanity and mental health? And that's yeah. such a hard decision to make. And what I what I often find myself telling my clients who maybe not necessarily have been gaslighted, but mm-hmm. it, this would definitely fall into children of gaslighters. Yes. Yeah. by the way, really quickly, because I noticed we yeah. have each been saying different things. Is it gas, like the past tense? Is it past gaslit or gaslighted? I don't know. I don't know, because I noticed we each were saying something different. So Gaslit, just, gaslighted. Just so you guys know. Gaslighters. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, who I knows? Have, <laughs> not a dictionary Jen neither am I okay um so I what, what I find myself yeah. telling these people my clients is if you in your 20 30 40 50 years in this mm-hmm. world haven't been able to develop a sense of self that's not directly interconnected with how somebody else views you or mm-hmm. how somebody else um the feedback they give you, mm-hmm. then we need to work on that because that generally means that you weren't allowed to develop that sense mm. of self and that sense of personal identity and who you are. So it's almost a signal for that person that maybe they had been gaslit if they hadn't had that experience of being able to create that right. sense of self that's not dependent. I mean, n- not not all not people I say this right. to <laughs> have been victims of yeah, gaslighting but it could be or narcissistic, clue. but yeah. if they had been mm-hmm. victims of gaslighting, then they would be behaving this way. Yeah. You know, it's not yeah. necessarily a hundred percent, you know. Right, right. But but just the fact that you would have to depend on somebody else to mm-hmm. validate you and you need that validation and you behave in ways to gain that validation. And without that, you don't know who your sense of self is. You don't right. have that strong ego, as again Freud would call it. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, just Freud's just day. here. Um, Freud is just he's here. here. He's in the room. I feel a spirit. Yeah. Um, you know, if you don't have that strong sense of who you are, and you can't validate your own self, mm-hmm. and you don't trust your own gut, then you need to check that, and yeah. you need to develop that, and we need to work on that. And I think victims that 
of gaslighting mm-hmm. have that in them where they need that external validation to yeah give them i guess like a a sense, sense of strength a sense yeah. of self their you know confidence. ego strength or whatever mm-hmm. confidence yeah yeah so agreed yeah <laughs> that's my that's my input yeah <laughs> and of course i broken record we say this like every single episode my biggest suggestion would be if you feel like you have been a victim of gaslighting at some point in your life of some relationship that you have therapy is such a helpful tool right right because like you said like being able to work on your sense of self being able to work through the whatever past traumas you might have experienced you don't have to do it by yourself Right. And you shouldn't have to do it by yourself. And you should be able to have somebody guiding you through that process and helping to support you and validate, you know, the fact that you're not crazy and that, the, like, this was a toxic, unhealthy relationship. Right. Yeah. And if you have any questions regarding gaslighting or suggestions for future topics, um, please email us at isitbedtimeyetpodcast at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at is it bedtime yet podcast with underscores between each word or on facebook at is it bedtime yet podcast don't forget we're on patreon yes we are um for today this is dr serene and i'm with dr jen we're still asking is it bedtime yet 